it files. Bye. Oop, let me fix Late night edition of postcast tonight as the Utah Jazz hold off the shorthanded Dallas Mavericks who put quite a fright into the Jazz tonight. And we'll talk about what the Jazz, why the Jazz had such a hard time breaking away and what the Mavericks did. And heck, we're past FCC hours because it's late enough. You never know what might happen on tonight's edition of postcast. Let me see if it's past my bedtime. It's well oh, my past goodness. Your it's an hour past my bedtime. Postcast here tonight, David Locke, along with Ron Boone. Thanks for joining us. The Jazz hold off the Dallas Mavericks and win their 12th game in their last 14. And they beat the shorthanded Mavericks, who brought a Jalen Brunson, Kristaps Porzingis plan to the party, and it was hard to guard. Mm -hmm. And really, there was a moment in time, and, and I actually think the only thing that changed is that Rudy Gobert became unbelievable defensively. But they had the answer. They were getting Porzingis in the post on O'Neal. Brunson was getting to their left, and it was concerning, Ron. They they had shortened the game. They had played it through a two-man game, and we did not have answers for either Jalen Brunson or Chris Dapps-Brazingis, and it felt as though this one was in the balance. Well, I think he's going to provide a problem like that from forever if he's going to stay at that power forward position or the forward position. I, I know they don't call it power forward anymore, but, you know, we have someone like 6'4", Royce O'Neal, guarding him and, and really fighting, trying to keep him from getting from that spot, meaning that 10-foot spot or that 8-foot spot where he can just shoot right over the top of you. But, uh, you know, they had an offensive plan that, that worked. And But what I was impressed with is the fact that, you know, the Jazz made a great run. They took the lead, went up six, seven points, but they didn't stop fighting. And as you mentioned so many times, there are some guys fighting for some some playing time and jobs on that team. I was listening to Lockdown Mavericks on my way in today, and Nick and Isaac were talking about how that this team this year has not grabbed the fans at all. That they, they haven't played with any juice. They haven't played a lot. The fan base has been kind of sour with them because they, they've kind of underperformed, and frankly, Luka's underperformed. They didn't say that because they never said anything bad about Luka, but that's true. Mm-hmm. And that this kind of weird group of players with seven different players on COVID had actually been this group that the first time you could hear Maverick fans be kind of proud and excited about their play. And I think that tonight would fit to that, that they, mm-hmm. they just relentlessly kept coming at the Jazz. The Jazz were down 16 early in this game and had to fight their way back. And Two players from the Jazz standpoint I thought were terrific. Jordan Clarkson brought an energy tonight. Oh, boy, yes, he did. really big-time energy. We talk so often about bringing scoring or things like that to the table, but tonight Jordan brought energy. And and I think what's impressive, what I've seen, that energy you're talking about throughout a couple of possessions there where he just flat out got after it defensively, came up with a steal, came up with a strip, and just some energy that I, I had not seen from him all season long. Now, the other thing is he took 13 shots, but it didn't look like some of the – he's been averaging about 15 a game, I think. But those 13 shots didn't look like the number of shots that he was been getting in other games, meaning, you know, his head down and, and not knowing where everybody else is, is on the floor. Look at that. He ended up with eight rebounds. He had four assists and, and 26 minutes uh, – yeah, and 26 minutes of play. But it didn't look like he was um, – how do you want to call it? Well, he's playing with teammates. So yeah, basically, he's doing the little things. He's playing with his teammates. Yeah. He's had 11 assists in the last two games. He's pulled his shots way back. Yeah. He's playing a little bit of a different game right now, which is which is awfully impressive. The other one was late in the game. What the Jazz did is they basically said, like a little bit to Patrick Beverly's comments about Rudy Gobert, they basically said, we want Rudy to guard the best player. So they had Rudy guard Przingis, and they had Royce O'Neal guard Brunson. And when they ran the pick and roll, the Jazz just willingly switched it. 
mm-hmm. and it left Rudy Gobert on Jalen Brunson, which they wanted, and it left Royce O'Neal on Przingis, which was a tougher matchup for them, and then Rudy kind of shadowed and hovered and around there to try to impact that. But Rudy's job on Jalen Brunson, he was the only person who slowed him down. Tonight. Yeah, and what was impressive about that is that they they forced him into the short clock with Rudy guarding him. Now, you know, he doesn't have a lot of time to uh, try to cross over and, and, and change directions and try to get, get rid of Rudy Gobert, and, and Rudy was right there to defend the shot. He knocked down one three over Rudy, but it was a good shot. But, you know, that was that was something the Jazz uh, – uh, played right into their hands. They did a great job of, of creating that. So the Jazz were able to get those stops late. Uh, Mike Conley made a bunch of plays. Donovan just kind of is relentless. I thought he was bothered by uh, something all night. He just didn't look springy like himself. He did have a nice dunk, but he, he didn't look like he was moving well. Um, he came out when he, when he got checked in in the second quarter. He had a wrap on his back. He came up for a layup, and he came around and kind of stuttered to the ground at one point, which to me kind of almost looked like a back. The way you do when your back hurts, he his first steps weren't sharp, and yet this guy willed himself to a thirty-three point night tonight. I mean, yeah. that's pretty incredible. Yeah, and and another thing, if I can bring up something, Mike Conley talked about, you know, playing against shorthanded teams, and and you know, players know that it's just, and sometimes we want them to do better, but sometimes it's just hard, and and they realize how difficult it is to get mentally ready, you know, sometimes for for teams like that. I mean, the league's loaded with skills, so Jalen Brunson's really, really good. I mean, he yeah. is basically Malcolm Brogdon, yeah. and he is he is cherishing this. In five games, he's playing about 40 minutes a game. He's, score, he's shooting 50-40. He's, he's made himself – I mean, I'm not joking. He may have made himself $30, $35 million. This well, week. without a doubt. I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, if you look around the league and some of the other point guards in this league are guys, uh, and, and what are they doing that he's not? You know that that's making uh, that making a ton of money, but you know that's what you play for. You you play for a good living. You play for a championship. Uh, you play to get better every year that you're in the league. And and you know it, it's it's great when you're a player that you can get ten years in playing professional basketball. The other one I would uh, want to point out is Bogey's late game play. He's just yeah. been remarkable recently. And I, I go back to a conversation I had with with Bogey last year was when he talked about, or, or excuse me, a few weeks ago. When I asked him just about like how he's adapted mm-hmm. to being, you know, he when he first came and I sat down with him, he said, I want my teammates to believe I'm the man. Yeah. And how have you adapted? And he says, Well, I want them to still believe in me, that believe in I can be the man. And it's clear they do because they are feeding him when it matters and he is coming through. Yeah, and he is really responding. He's doing it in a lot of different areas, in a lot of different ways, rather, with driving to the basket, he's knocking down threes, he's posting up, all those kind of things. And while you were talking, it just reminded me of something, an interview that I was listening to with him where he said that, you know, the guys are doing their thing and and they'll find me, which meaning he was just waiting for the defense to break uh, for the offensive, for their teammates to break the defense down and getting the basketball. He wasn't trying to move without it and go get it or playing with the ball in his hands. He just said, they'll find me. That way he can shoot an uncontested shot or something like that. So from that standpoint, he has changed his game totally to where he's playing well with the ball in his hands and he's playing, he's shooting off the dribble, catch and shoot, and then he's posting up there as well. A uh, lot of questions coming in. A lot of people uh, did not think the officiating was very good. I did think that they just did not have um, – uh, I didn't think they had a, a, a great uh, game on that. What um, we saw was something – was probably last year's officiating. 
Yeah. They probably saw. Can you explain the breakdown of O'Neill ending up guarding Przingis? I think we just did a minute ago, but in case you didn't hear it, you know, they're really, they're willing to switch. They, 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 they kind of got that match. If Przingis in the post on a turnaround jumper over O'Neill, it's not great because he's seven, four and O'Neill six, four, but it is like, it's not the highest percentage shot. Przingis in the post is not particularly good. And it's better than having Brunson drive and it's better than giving up an open three. So there's some game there where that's kind of, you're picking your poison. Yeah. Um, on that one all the way around. Um, let's see. Anything else? Uh, weird question of why do Utah Jazz announcers call Donovan? Don't Utah Jazz announcers call Donovan Spider or Spider? I, I don't. Spider? I call him Don or Donovan. Yeah, yeah. That's what I do when I talk to him. Um, I use the Spider Spin is my recognition of his nickname. But um, I, I sorry. I don't have a really good answer for you on that one. Um and I think a lot of bogey love and a lot of questions about the ball in which the guy shot, caught himself, and um, they didn't call a travel. They missed it. They missed a few tonight. Yeah. Um, they including the ball where the ball hit the official in the face, which we gave him a break for. So we can't get mad at him for that. Uh, Merry Christmas to you all. Thanks for the crew that all wished us a happy Merry Christmas. Um Thank you for tuning in. Jazz win their 12th of their last 14. Um, Mm -hmm. They haven't been dominant since they got home. They were dominant on the road. They'll head to San Antonio and Portland, and we'll see whether they're dominant when we do our postcast for you uh, before the game or after the game. You'll think it's really weird because we're going to be right here because we're not going on the road. So um, that'll be, uh, if you wonder, why do you see a Zions Bank thing tomorrow night or whatever? It'll be because we're here. So we'll be back with you for that. Talk to you soon. Have a great one. Thanks. Merry Christmas.